Hold on. It's about, it's to, get about real. to get real. Jenny Matthews is keeping it real about life, motherhood, pop culture, and everything in between. Get ready to hear all about it. Life's ups and downs, mama drama, cool new finds, hot topics, pop culture, and more. Let's go. This is real. It's real. Is real. Real life. Hosted by Jenny Matthews. And I got to keep it real by bringing in real people from my real life, like my real friend, Kim. Hi, girl. Hey, what's going on? Keeping it real. <laughs> we are having some cocktails. Yes. Um, We just ate Chipotle. Yeah, I hope I don't belch. <laughs> you may. It's real there life. Be- there were beans in it. Well, it's real life. <laughs> but this is what I love. This is truly what I love about her. I- First of all, can I say what I love about our friendship is that we literally, we're both moms. We're both working moms. We're both really busy and have literally like no time to hang. So none. we can go long stretches and we pick right back up. Normally at Target. Normally it's at normally Target. Works. <laughs> and I love that. I love an easy <laughs> Low maintenance friendship, and I feel like cheers, girl. I'm cheers. cheers yeah, right heck yeah. No, this girl's awesome. I love her. So I thought it would be fun for us just to chat because literally, I do think in some ways we share brains in a lot. We are very similar in a for lot sure. of things. Um, so I wonder. I want to start with something. Well, first let me inter- introduce yourself. So your mom, how old is your little boy? My little boy is three years old okay. um, in October. So he, we share that we are both part of um, the infertility community. Yep. So we both went to. Um, Make the miracle of babies happen via doctors, which mm-hmm. is not a good thing necessarily, but a great thing because it ended up being what we wanted it to be. But um, we'll have a whole infertility podcast yeah, later. That, that's a that's whole a, day. Man, that's a lot of cocktails. That's a lot of cocktails. <laughs> Probably some tears. That's a lot. That's a, story. <laughs> a lot of tears, a lot of cocktails. Um, but yes, but I'm a working mom. So I have um, my son who's three and then I have two stepdaughters as well. So I have an 18 and 15 year old stepdaughter and um, I've known them since they were three and six. So it's been three. You know, the whole gamut. I've gone through the teen years already. I'm in the teen years. And then I get to redo it again with the little one. So you really do. You've got like the whole, you've really had the whole range. Yeah. Like you said, you're doing it again. I've had the whole range. Like I've gone through the toddlerhood. I've gone, like I said, the youngest one was three when I met her. So, Mm -hmm. um, and when when I became part of their family. So I've, I've gone through like the toys and the craziness and then the, the hormones and it it was with girls. So now I'm on. (laughs) Yeah. Is that scary? Yeah. It's, Mm. it's going to be a little rough. Um, but I've never had the boy experience. So starting with, with my son, I'm learning that there are easier things about it and harder things about it, but it's all good. All of it. Well, I'll go there with a son story. Yeah. Tell me everything. (laughs) My daughter, Julianne is eight and my son, Miles is six. And he is, I mean, like, you know, people say he's all boy. He's all boy. Like this kid. <laughs> i Yes, he is. <laughs> like he wants to like demolish everything. You know, he's um, loves, he cusses like a sailor. Not proud of it. <laughs> Trying to work on that. But you know what I mean? Like he's just, I don't know. He's, he's like all boy. But this is interesting. So American Girl Dolls have come out with a boy doll well bravo bravo for that and his name is logan and he's precious and honest to god this doll looks exactly like my son miles so we got the doll for he wanted the doll because i mean not for nothing when you're growing up with a sister like he plays with all her stuff so he she has dolls she loves her dolls he wanted a doll so we get him the doll i don't 
I don't know. Like, I'm not that mom that's, no, it's the boy toys, it's the girl toys. I really don't care. Like, play with whatever's making you happy, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we go through this a lot where um, my son got a kitchen for, for Christmas yeah. and from um, from my mother-in-law. And she made a point of saying, like, this is a, you know, this is all toys for everyone. I'm like, sign me up. Like, I am all for it. I don't all care what they want to play with. If he wants to wear a tutu at daycare, he can wear a tutu at daycare. Girl, I do not page. care. I'm telling you, we share so many of the same thoughts. I, I'm right there with you. And so with the stuff, we get him the doll. He's had the doll for a while. He loves this little, this baby doll. But he's cute. Like, he's he's a little boy doll. He's got a backpack um, that has, like, inside the backpack, he's got, like, a cell phone. And um, he has this cute little boy outfit on. I mean, he's an all-boy, he's a boy doll, whatever. Anyway, so Miles is really proud of this doll. He loves this doll. And so he took it to school the other day. Oh, I don't like where this is going. You don't like where, I don't either. And, it like, my mama heart was absolutely crushed. Mama bear. She came out, didn't (laughs) she? She came out of hibernation. So he gets in the car after school and he sits down and he's just, he's kind of sulking, his chin's down. And he's like, mommy, they didn't like my doll. Girl, I'm going to cry. Had some drinks. Don't cry. Don't cry. But actually, I understand. I, I totally get it. And he's like, mommy, he's like, they didn't like my doll. I'm like, who didn't like your doll? First of all, I'm ready to beat up anyone who didn't like the doll. And he's like, everyone in so-and-so's class. So it was the, there's two kindergarten classes and it was everyone in the other kindergarten class, according to him. Who knows? I don't know. It could have been one kid, but to him, it was the entire class. He's like, they didn't like my doll and they made fun of me for having a doll because I'm a boy, mommy. Ooh. So I said, you know what, Miles? I was like, you love that doll. You play with that doll. You be proud of that doll. And if they say anything to you, say, I'm sorry, you don't like it, but I do. You know, I'm trying to tell him all the ways to just be tough about it. And he, I, it broke my heart. As it should, because it's, and what sucks is that's not a reflection of probably what those kids even think. They don't even understand why they're making fun of him because mm-hmm. that's coming from home, mm-hmm. I would I, I would think. But because I would never, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe not. To be fair, maybe, these boys just don't have well, dolls. So they're probably they like, just, why are you you're, you're right. They might just, they might just honestly not know. Yeah. But it's, it's a good teaching moment for you to, to what you said to him, to tell him that it's about what you want to do. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because he's going to hit that as he gets older. There's going to be things that kids make fun of him for. And if Oof. he can prepare for it now, but that that is so hard. Bro- oh. Broke my heart. And um, again, teaching moment. And we talked about it and you know, it is what it is, but you know, I, I do laugh though, because he's playing with a baby doll one minute and he's telling me too, he's like, I'd really like to have a girl doll too, mom. And quite frankly, I don't care. Like, I don't care if he wants to play with Barbies and dress up and pink. Like you said, a tutu yeah, every day. No, I my, don't care. My son has a baby doll. He calls her flower baby because it's a, it's a little doll that he has and he feeds her milk and like the whole night he's, and he's like, I'm her daddy. Great. Yeah. Good for great, you. Good for I you. You should I'm learn this now. All over it. Yeah, no, I totally. mean, that's exactly how I feel about it too, but it did, it broke my heart. And then I started thinking just in general about how kids can be mean again. Like you said, they're kids in their kindergarten. So like this could come from a place of just complete, like I don't have a baby doll. So I'm going to, I'm going to make fun of what I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Making fun of what you don't know. Exactly. And then I just started like getting very inward and thinking about just mean, just mean, just judginess and mean people in general. And I just got like, I don't know. I just get, I get sad about that sometimes. I, I do too. I, I totally feel you. And it's not, how do you how do you actively prepare someone that age for what they're going to a girl Ugh. or fe- female or male? How do you prepare them for what they're going to come across as they get older? And you can't. And we talked about this before where, you know, we wish we could tell our younger selves, you know, to be ready for those sorts of things. Yeah. There's no way to prepare them and no. they have to go through it. Oh, yeah. And they you have to go experience. through it. Yes. You have to experience it. And it sucks. And then because you want to bubble your children. Yeah, you like I always tell I always tell my husband, especially with my with my stepdaughters, because they're teens. 
Um, I I see mistakes coming down the road. I see things that are coming that I want to I want to grab them and say, don't do these things because mm-hmm. this is going to lead to hardship. But you can't download you can't download experience into somebody else's no, brain. You can't. And you, all you can do is when it happens is deal with it. And that's exactly what you did with him. And But do you kind of want to like call the school? I'm not going to lie. Down. No, I want to go to the school and right? I want to look like, at those little kindergartners up. and be like, listen, <laughs> you got something to say about it? Jenny Matthews says it is okay to have <laughs> to this play doll. With dolls. It totally is. But it is like, you know. The fact the doll exists means it's okay, for God's sake. I mean, the, the company reacted, obviously, to people wanting Some to have kind of a demand. For, yeah. But but here's like the thing. Do you know what I don't? You have, don't have a little girl's uh, LOL I did, dolls. Do you know, I did, but do you know yeah. what LOL dolls are? They're kind of a new yes, thing. I don't know. Yes. Okay, so they're like these little for anyone that doesn't know. There's like these balls, and you unwrap them, and inside is a little doll, and you keep unwrapping, and there's a pair of shoes. Well, the whole thing is really it's more about the element of surprise. Sure. And so Julianne absolutely loves these do- these you know LOL dolls. And Miles watches her and watches the excitement. Again, it's the excitement of the unknown. What's inside? And so he. <laughs> He, he, I've bought him LOL dolls. <laughs> like, he wants LOL dolls, too. Does he really care about the actual prize inside? Like, does he, is he playing with the doll? Not necessarily, but, I mean, he. it's the element of surprise. And I always think the company is missing the mark. Like, they should be making these for boys, too. I have no Absolutely. idea why they're not. They're missing the mark. But, again, like, he does. So, now that I'm, like, really sitting here thinking about it, he plays with a lot of things that I guess you could call girl And toys. why not? But why not, right? Why not? I played with my brother. I grew up with a brother that was three years younger than me. He had G.I. Joes. My sister and I had Barbies. Yeah. And the Barbies would attack the G.I. Oh, Joes. Oh, no, we did that I mean, too. we would create like these scenarios of almost like a soap opera where there was yeah. there was literally like critical situations happening at all times. <laughs> and we would go to bed and leave everything out because we're like in the morning, we're coming out and picking. And my mom would be like, pick all this crap up. And we're like, no, no, no. Like the earthquake is coming There's tomorrow. situation. Yes. <laughs> We're coming tomorrow and we would pick right back up where we were. And my brother played with us just as much as we played with him and his toys. And they were completely interchangeable and there was no separation, you know, of, of, of gender. But that's just it. Like, I don't really know why. I don't really know why society, society, even colors, like why is pink girls and blue boys? I don't, we're in 2019. Let's, but we are. And I'm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not one of those super, like, I'm not going to go fight for the rights or anything about it. I'm not, that's not really me. You know what I mean? But I, <laughs> I'm not getting out of my leggings for this. I'm Come not on. getting out of my leggings for that. But I, but at the end of the day, it's funny. Like I, I guess as a parent, like a lot of things come up on a daily basis. I'm like, well, I've never really had to think about that before. Or even like a, this is random, but just appreciating teachers, mm. you know, before I had kids or kids in school, like I didn't really understand the value and the true appreciation for teachers. Like I, think teachers are bona fide rock stars well, and they should be they getting have, paid a zillion dollars a year. They should be. And they, and I remember as a kid not understanding that they literally had a life outside of the, the eight or seven, whatever amount of hours yeah. they spent with me. It never occurred to me that they have a husband they're going home to children. They're going home to. And when I, when I would hear that a child, that a teacher had children, I'd be like, wait, like we're not enough for you. Yeah. You have your own kids at home. This makes no sense to me. Do you ever remember running into like a teacher at the grocery store and thinking, "What? The, and like, yes. How are you? Like, at what the is happening store? right now? This is, it was it was like a twilight zone, right? Be yes. like, "What are you? Are you getting? Are you getting supplies for tomorrow?" And she's like, "No, I'm feeding my family for tonight." Well, speaking of grocery stores, speaking of I don't know Walmart, I kind of transitioned there. Um, I was at Walmart the other day. I am changing topics, but it's something I've been wanting to talk to you about. So, um, I'm checking out at Walmart the other day. And the lady is ringing me up and I am absolutely fixated on her hand 
because she too had a giant freaking thumb just like me. You know you are obsessed with your thumbs. I am embarrassed about my thumbs. This is the body part that I've always been self-conscious. My sister, all my nieces, my daughter, we all have the thumbs. It's like a I don't, it looks like a king cobra is the only way I can describe it. It's like, and there's a name for it. I think you should a, get a tattoo of a cobra on your thumb. I may. I may. You should do it. Tonight. Matthew would love it. <laughs> we so let's go do it today. <laughs> it's happening oh. when we're done. No, but I have these big stubby fat thumbs. And the funny thing is I never really thought anything of it growing up because I didn't know any different. I really didn't analyze anybody else's thumb. And someone brought it to my attention once that I had a really funny, weird, fat like well, wherever thumb. you are, Sandra. Thanks for bringing that thanks up. Thanks for bringing that up because it affected my entire life. Just like my brother told me, I had a big forehead when I was younger, and oh I you liter- always comment on my forehead too. You always God. are like, oh, you have a widow's peak. I'm like, I don't even pay attention to this. But I have you such forehead it. envy with you. You don't even know. I'm I'm constantly looking at your forehead with the envy. Well, I don't look at your thumbs if that makes you feel better. You really don't? No, not at all. And this is so funny that you mentioned this because so my my oldest stepdaughter, who's 18. Like I said, I've known her since she was six and she was born with an, with actually two extra toes. Um, so she had one, um, or maybe it was her, maybe she was one extra finger and an extra toe. I can't, Are I can't recall. Real? No, I'm not kidding. So wow. every, everybody in her family on her side, um, has been born with an extra appendage, except with the exception of my youngest stepdaughter who was not. So she's the one, the one off, but everybody else on that side of the family on my, on my, um, daughter's mother's, my stepdaughter's mother's side okay. has had an extra appendage. So anyway, so when she was born, her big toe was trying to sprout an additional big toe. Oh my gosh. And so they had to go in when she was a baby. I want to say maybe their first surgery, her first surgery was when she was maybe one year old and they went in and took care of it. But then as you continue to grow, as you get older, obviously your bones grow and, and it keeps trying to grow. So yeah. they had to keep going in and 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 messing with it. And, and each time it was a really elaborate surgery. And so I think she's had a total, I want to say three I've had a cocktail, so maybe it's four. Yeah. Uh, but um, but anyway, but each time, you know, it gets gnarlier and gnarlier as you as you go through, you know, and the stitches and they reattach and all these things. So she's really self-conscious about this toe and she hates to show it. And for years, I kept telling her, like, if if your big toe is the biggest issue you have with your body. Oh, yeah. God bless. You're I mean, doing OK. I, you are all right. Yes. Because I can just point out 10 things right now just on my face alone that Girl, I would love I to think, change. I but, need to post a picture of you. You're stunning. Like, how do you? But it's so true. Like, don't but you it is think, true. Like, you get fixated on something. And, and like I tell her, is that. This is this is what makes you special. This is yes. what makes you different in a good way. Not in, <laughs> my thumbs make me really special, Kim. Thank you. Very special. You can't wear the fake stick on nails like I can wear though no! because they don't make oh them big God. enough. But I love you. Like no, I couldn't wear the fake stick on nails, and I can't like. I mean, even gloves. Do they charge are hard. you extra for your thumb when you go? No, but when I go to the nail salon, you, they're totally talking about me. Like I know they are, and you know I can't text with my thumbs. Everyone looks so cute texting with their thumbs. I'm like pointer finger only. I mean, there's so many debilitating things about this stupid thumb. But the point, the overarching theme is this is a small issue overall. In the scope for and those that are listening, and yeah, they have young children who are obsessing. No, I'm not. I mean, I understand it's a big deal to you. Well, but I promise the whole point you, of the story is that you're I'm gorgeous, it. and you need to not worry about your well, thumb. Well, I was at Walmart. I just want you to know, this is why I'm telling the story. I'm not alone because I was at Walmart and the lady checking me out. I mean, she must have thought I was nuts because she was like I actively was, looking at it. I was actively, no, no I she, was. you were looking at hers. Yes, like oh. upset. Like I almost said something to her, like, oh my gosh, we have the same thumbs. But then I thought, what if she doesn't have like the fear that, or the, yeah, we're the hand twins. weirdness about it, oh you know, and then I'm going to bring it to her attention. Or what if she doesn't think her thumbs are weird at all? And then you're going to point it out and send her on a spiral of self consciousness for the <laughs> rest like of her life. Just like somebody did to me. See, no, like, 
No. Oh my God, I love it. But I had to tell you that story because we talk, for some reason, we always talk about my weirdo thumbs. But what are, so you're self conscious. You have a widow's peak. I'm jealous of your forehead. I think I have a giant. Um, I have a double chin. I have an at risk. I call it an at risk chin, chin, where it's like if the if the wrong angle, if, if somebody takes a picture and I'm not ready, and I don't, or I don't know they're <laughs> I'm taking not ready. it. Yeah, you know, like you find yes. that someone takes a picture and you don't know it's been taken, yes. and then they post it, <laughs> and you're in the corner like with your eyes crossed and your chin down, and it's just it's so bad. And so I I always have to tell my husband or anybody that's taking a picture, I'm like, you gotta let me know so I can stick my chin, my chin out so that I can make sure that I don't have the. You're the hilarious, additional. and do you know in. All the years I've been looking at you, I don't, I don't, that's I've just never. That's because you're obsessed with my widow's peak. That's see, that's why God gave you the widow's peak so that your eye, the eye would be drawn upward. Exactly. Oh my God, that is so funny. Yes, yeah. I mean, well, we all have them. We, we all have, have our, we all have things that that we do all have things. Um, but here's, I guess this is why I'm doing a podcast called Real Life with Jenny Matthews. I feel like I really do want people to start to just get real because. I had a conversation with someone, I won't name names and I won't say when or who or whatever to give anything away, but I was talking to someone not too long ago and this person was dead serious and said to me, it through like almost tears, I have an image to uphold. I live in a certain area of town, this person said, and I have an image to uphold and that's why I have to do some of the things that I have to do. This person was very stressed in that moment of like feeling like she had to keep up with, you know, the Joneses. The Joneses. And I remember like sitting there thinking, first of all, who are you right now? Because no, like if you if you're friends with me, like you don't have to keep up with anybody. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't you operate that way. And all there's, in fact, I love you. The more warts you have, I love you. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Maybe not warts, but maybe I was going to say blemishes. What whatever Age like spots, <laughs> messy hair. I don't know. No, yes. but I mean, I do. I I think I think people are more interesting uh, that way. You know, for just, sure being raw and being real. And I thought about like keeping it. I don't have, I don't honest to God have that feeling of having to keep up with anybody. I just kind of do my thing. I stay in my lane. And if you, you know, like it, you do, if you don't, you don't. Well, and I think we do, we encounter pressure to, to be more than we are sometimes. And it's okay to just, it's okay to be who you are Mm -hmm. and it's okay to have things that you're self-conscious about and share them with other people. Like, and I, think I think it's funny to share the thumbs or, you totally. know, your double chin. Yeah, I mean, like, because I, we all have something that, totally. that bugs us. And and now that you mention weird thumbs, I do have a really weird pinky toe that I absolutely hate. Um, <laughs> but you rock sandals, girl. I do because I, I don't it. care. I've gotten to that point where I'm like, if you're not going to like me because of some weird shape of something on my body, then, then so be it. Like, that is what it is. But... I'm not going to judge anybody or not give somebody a chance to be a friend if, right. if because they have something that's a little bit different or no, it just makes no sense to me. I don't understand how we even get into that realm of I, judging that way. It's just, I don't it's, either. It's and crazy. I, I even think, um, you know, my kids go to a, a little private school, but you say private school and sometimes people think that that's mm-hmm. the eyebrow goes up. It, it air it? about it. Uh-huh. I love this school because there is no air about this school. Like it's people keeping it totally real. Like I roll up in car line looking downright homeless sometimes. I mean, I've gone, I've gone no bra, like PJ pants, slippers. And I, I do Heck get a yeah. little nervous. Like if I get pulled over or something, this is, this could be, I mean, that's the least ugly. of your problems if you're getting pulled over. Really? So, you know, truly. But, but I think about like, I love that I'm in that environment that there's for the most part, you know, that totally just made me think of a story. So I had a, I had a friend years, this is years ago. And she would give me so much crap because I wore sweatpants to Target slash Walmart slash wherever. That's my daily. And she's like, yeah. And she, I remember her telling me, 
you know you've hit rock bottom when you're wearing <laughs> sweatpants to Target. And a few, and I'm not kidding. This is an absolute true story. Absolute true story. So right before Christmas, my husband and I were heading to Target to get, I don't know, cheese or something that we ran out of. And I literally was was in sweatpants and I went to go change into jeans. And he's like, what are you doing? We're going to Target. And yeah. I said, yes. But her in her head, her voice was in my head. No. And I said, you succumbed. And, and, I, and I, I didn't, I didn't tell him out loud at that time, but in my head, I was like, you know what? She, she did say that that's rock. I, I can put on a Ooh. pair of, of pants. And then at the last second, I thought, no, no, in my convictions, I'm going to wear the sweatpants. Guess who I ran into? You did her. Yes. You ran into her. Yes. Ah. And I was like, damn it, I'm in sweatpants. <laughs> and so I knew she was slightly judging me. But. That's kind of awesome, though. I'm yeah, not going to lie. I kind of was like, you know what? And I look okay in the sweatpants. That's fine. No, let me tell you, I that's how I roll. Like, I'm in workout attire. In fact, this was so funny because we were texting as we were about to meet up tonight. And I said, um, I just, I, I literally have to fit in my workouts whenever I can. So I was literally on the treadmill. You're a like, maniac, by the way. Well, that's just a new thing I'm doing for the new year. Don't get excited but anyway we were like literally minutes from seeing each other and I just got off the treadmill and I mean I'm I'm truly drenched in sweat under here but this is why I love our friendship because you're like I just ate pickles and I smell like a pickle factory I have right terrible now. pickle breath right now so what do we say we're gonna call this podcast sweat and pickles sweat and pickles girl <laughs> cheers, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> I kind of love us right now yes Okay, so that's pretty much going to wrap up our discussion about, oh, the random things happening in our lives. But I do think we need to talk celebrity gossip. You in? Let's do it. Real Life with Jenny Matthews presents Celebrity Scoop. Okay, so Celebrity Scoop. We first got to talk about, okay, I got to preface it with this. My last podcast I did with my husband, we talked about Imagine Dragons and we are big fans. And there was a story behind that. You'll have to listen to it to get the whole scoop. But I don't, on the... At, at the risk of sounding stalkerish, <laughs> I have another Imagine Dragon story. Purely coincidental. Purely coincidental. Like, it just so happens this is topical. I do love them, but I swear I'm not like that girl. Or am I, Kim? <laughs> just a little. Just a little. Like, a little bit. A little bit. No, anyway. No, actually, I wanted to talk about this because I thought with Dan Reynolds, um, just to back up in case you don't know, he performed on... I'm not a sportsy gal. The basketball college championship game halftime show. Was it basketball or was it football? Football. I want to say football. <laughs> Did I say basketball? You said basketball. I have been drinking, although I'm not now sure. I'm, now, I'm, now I'm literally <laughs> questioning myself, but I'm pretty sure it's football because I swear I remember my husband talking about this before he left for I've out got- of town and dying. It, just, it was a ball game. Yes! The ball game. The it ball, was a ball. The ball there game. There was a ball. And it was a game. And it was a game. <laughs> And there was a halftime and there was a performer and it was Imagine Dragons. Go. Real life with Jenny Matthews. On point. No, but the the thing is, I didn't even watch the game. I don't even know what the game was. What I knew was that I knew knew that Imagine Dragons was performing and I absolutely love them. So I watched the performance. Now, I will say this. When I was watching the performance, I, I, in my mind, said, oh, I wonder if he has a cold. Just because a couple of the notes, you could just tell he was struggling to hit, I mean, sure it happens. My gosh, they're singing all the time or everybody gets sick, you know, whatever. And so I did notice that um, Lil Wayne came out as a surprise guest as part of the performance. Now, he's not my favorite. Just my, I just don't really connect with his music. Um, but I thought it worked. I mean, it was, it was what it was. But I had this sneaky feeling that it wasn't going to get a great, the whole performance just wasn't going to get a great review. I love Imagine Dragons, so I was cool with it. Um, but I had a feeling. Anyway, so apparently it didn't get, a great review. A lot of people were talking about it on social media. And so I'm going to play this from Dan Reynolds, lead singer of Imagine Dragons from his Instagram. I woke up this morning feeling um, so proud of my band. Last night was a rough one. I had a 
sinus infection. And so I was petrified to get on stage and try to sing and see if my voice worked. And it got through the show. Pardon my hiccups for this whole video. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I just wanted to make a quick note to say, you know, I woke up this morning and was looking through Twitter and just, there was just so many hateful, hard things for me to read. And so I skimmed over and then I put my phone away and just felt like absolute, um... I don't know, I just really felt low and like my self-confidence was like, dude. And then I sat on that for a little bit. I thought that I should write a letter and take a hiatus from all of this. After doing this for 10 years, I just felt like, you know what? I don't want to feel like this anymore. Where you go out and you're doing your best in the world and you just get beat down. And I just was tired and wanted to run away, to be honest. But then my little girl, girls woke up and came and crawled into bed with me and I thought about things and decided that's not the lesson I want to teach them. Um, You know, I think every day we all face some sort of bullying on social media, whether it's feeling like you don't have enough followers and you um, decide what your self-worth is based on that, which is BS, or you are made fun of for what you look like or how you you talk or where you're from or what your sexual orientation is i think that the last thing we can do is give those people the power over over you um and so i'm not going to i'm going to continue to make art and music that i'm proud of that we write that i've written every word and lyric since i was 14 years old i'm going to continue to sing it in the way that i sing it heavy so Initial thought on that is he nailed it. He is so exactly right. Social media is like, I want to say it's a blessing and a curse. I love keeping up with people. I love seeing pictures of people's kids and seeing what you're doing on a daily basis. But I absolutely think that there shouldn't be a friend count or a how many likes. It's, I mean, that does, it gets in your head. I don't care who you are. Like those things, those numbers, you know, it's it's basically another way of, of, judging popularity it's literally a popularity contest that we all went through when we were in school college even in our work lives and um i can't imagine the pressure that that performers celebrities um receive and then to go in to sing your heart out whether you agree with them being a good band or not that's neither here nor there just to know that to get out there in front of that many people and that many millions of viewers for we looked it up it is football um (laughs) i knew that (laughs) duh But to get out there and perform that and know that you're not at your best. And what I what 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 bugs me about that, about what he said is he prefaced it. He even said at the beginning, like, I, you know, I'm struggling with whatever it was that he was struggling with. He has to, to have to clarify that that's why you didn't have a great performance. Mm-hmm. It's so oh, sinus infection. Sinus yeah. infection. To, to have to say that um, he shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. Everybody has off days. We all go into our, our jobs and our daily lives every day. Some days are better than others. Yeah. And, you know, like I'm in sales, so. I empathize. There are days that I go in and I do a presentation and I feel like absolute crap afterward, but no one calls me up and tells me I'm terrible where this, this guy is having to go and go on Twitter and have friends send him links. I'm sure to check out what so-and-so saying about you. They're calling you a has-been. They're calling you, you know, a terrible singer. That, that pressure would just be, I feel insurmountable in some, in some cases. And, and what's funny about that is what, what reminded me of is a few years back, Lil Wayne came into, came to Kansas city my husband's a big fan and I went um, and we went to the concert and it was right around the time Lil Wayne was struggling with, and I don't remember what it was, but he was, he was not in good health. And there were several, do you that. remember this? I forget what, what it was were, about, but he was I in bad health. I think he was on the purple drink. Could have been. 
Could have been. He was on he was on something that was and was recovering from something that was making him not healthy. And he left halfway through the performance and was gone for a solid 30 minutes. And I remember thinking, you know, good for him for coming all the way here and trying his best and he's recovering. And I don't remember there being any backlash for him leaving. I don't mm-hmm. remember there being any really terrible. It was all just positive because everybody knew he was going through this very public um, situation where he was trying to to get well. And it's funny that the public will accept that. They'll accept this this really big thing that's happening, but then something as small as a sinus infection, a sinus infection, and all of a sudden you're not good enough and you need to get off the stage and you shouldn't perform again and all these terrible things that are being said. Well, and I think there's those just people not right. behind the keyboard. Everyone is can be very brave because, right. you know, you don't have to get out there. Would you have said that to Dan's face? Probably not. I'm going to guess no. Going to guess no. Because he's, as mentioned before, incredibly fit. He's, and he might totally <laughs> kick your butt is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, but the, but it's so true. And it's just, I don't know why. Well, in general, I don't know why. You know, a friend of mine said recently, uh, her whole thing for 2019 is stay in your lane. <laughs> and I love That's that. Right. And it's like, stay in your lane. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you don't think good things about his performance or whatever, wh- why do you feel the need to go so public with it and, sh- you know, public shaming and and you do you, you know, let him, he did his performance and he probably knew you don't need a sinus infection. He probably knew he didn't do a, oh, know, I'm sure. I mean, a job. I, I'm sure I've, he was beating himself up. I'm sure. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I played an instrument all through high school, college, all the way through. And when you have a bad performance, you yeah. know it and you're beating yourself about, up about it enough as it is. And to have somebody kind of come into your space. And, and what I loved about what he said was that he was, he left that performance so proud of his band. Yeah. Because it is not just one person. It's not just the lead mm-hmm. singer. It's a whole slew of people that are behind these performances. It's the the drummer, the, it's everybody. everybody. And, but um, you know what it all, not to interrupt you, but you no, know what no. it also se- speaks to is that, let's just say it was 10 people on the internet that had these negative things to say. I guarantee you there were 10,000 people that had Nothing but love for this band. I mean, I'm one of those people. Like I said, was it their best performance I've ever seen? I'm a huge fan. No. But was it the worst thing I've ever seen? No. Absolutely. I mean, social media... It, it does If nothing else, it skews your reality. It mm-hmm. skews what's re- what you're really experiencing because it, it's all based on algorithms. And, and, and so y- they automatically take those bad comments mm-hmm. and put them to the top yeah. because, because they survive by... The drama, the that drama, is what the controversy, feeds yes. the internet. That is what feeds um, the trolls and feel. You know, it, it it feeds into this drama, and that's what keeps you coming back and checking and seeing what people are saying about you. And so, obviously, it worked. It's he's on Instagram looking this morning and mm-hmm. looking and seeing what people are saying about him, and I hate that. Um, and not to say that it's all social media is bad. It's not. There are good things about it. We are that's connected to, to Love, celebrities. Hate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we can stalk them, and it, it's it's somewhat socially acceptable. <laughs> uh, you know, just saying. <laughs> but I love honestly, I love his vulnerability. I do too. And this video, if you go to his page and watch it, I mean, he's clearly just woken up. He's in his t-shirt, you know, laying there, messy hair, and and the hiccups. And the hiccups. Which <laughs> so God, good. I freaking love that he did that whole thing with the hiccups. No, but I it was it hurt my heart for him. And that's not the first thing. That was just an example. I, I've seen other celebrities get, you know, ripped for things. And I don't know. I guess we we always use celebrities as a, a talking point because they're celebrities but that happens to all of us regular people you know and it and it hurts and words hurt and i think people don't realize i just don't think people just realize be the power nice. just be nice just and if be you don't nice. have anything nice to say it's not hard don't say anything at all exactly there's not that hard people. unless you're on a podcast then you can say some bad things <laughs> then you can occasionally if they, if they hurt you i mean just saying <laughs> okay i gotta move on to the next topic right. um celebrity gossip kendall jenner um i had mentioned this to you and you hadn't heard this story so 
I'll kind of back up. Over the weekend, Kris Jenner, uh, momager <laughs> of the Kardashian-Jenner crew. You're doing great, sweetie. Wow. Um, she had posted something on Instagram that caught my attention. Um, she said... My, I'm so proud of my daughter. I'm totally paraphrasing here, but my, something about my, my daughter, Kendall, I am so very proud of you. And she posted a picture of her that was just kind of this, you know, uh, very up close just of her face. And it said something I'm very proud of you. She, she's going to get so real. She's going to change lives with this announcement that she's going to make. Um, so proud of your vulnerability. I mean, it was this whole big to do. And I thought, she is going to make an announcement. Like, is mm-hmm. this, I was thinking in my mind, is it mental, something with mental health? Um, maybe eating disorder. She's a model and that's, you know, maybe a topic in that world. I had no idea, I, but I thought it was going to be some powerful message. And I thought, I love this. Finally, like Kendall Jenner, she's got millions of people, particularly younger people looking after, looking at her and looking up to her. So I was like, what is this announcement going to be? And I then later the next day when the announcement was supposed to have happened and I checked on the internet to see what it was and what it was is she was talking about her struggle with acne, and she's the new uh, spokesperson for Proactive. Oh, for Proactive. I saw that commercial. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a recent thing. Now, listen. Mm. Acne, uh, I am not taking away from the acne no, struggle at legitimately, all. that's a thing. Oh, and it's it a sucks for people thing. that have it. I, you know what's funny? I didn't have acne I as didn't a teen. either. But my husband and I had this conversation. He had it in high school, and he like, and you could see in his face, not to interrupt you, yeah. but you could see in his face when he talked about it, and like he could describe exactly where it was and oh, how yeah. he experienced it. And like I literally watched him and my, my husband's six two. He actually is six two. Yeah. Um, not like my husband who lies and tells me that, but actually isn't. <laughs> anyway, um, go anyways, on. <laughs> we digress. Um I, I kind of watched him kind of shrivel down a little bit and like you could go- see him going back to that place in school when he was experiencing that. And it wasn't it wasn't pretty to see him like kind of be in that vulnerable space of and it's it is a big deal it's not I'm not oh, no, I'm no. not underplaying that however well no I was gonna tell you <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. didn't have it in high school but I did have it in my 20s yeah um the, the big cystic acne like along my jawline I mean it was awful I went to dermatologists I had injections all this crazy stuff to try to handle so I know I'm not taking away from that it is a big deal yeah. but I was so ah I just thought man like She's obviously getting paid a ton of money to be a spokesperson for Proactive. Mm, yeah. So it was kind of like this big buildup for you to announce your next venture so people well, can put more money in your platform. Yes. I mean, she's got this huge yes. platform that they can do whatever they want. Yes. They can endorse whatever they want. It just, it's a little anticlimactic. Yeah, well, it was yeah, anticlimactic, no. but it made me mad. Yeah. For some reason, I just, because I think I thought, like, you do have this platform, like, gosh, girl, like, could you really, like, that's almost insulting. Because I'm sure there were a lot of, if I was an adult, was thinking, oh, what's this announcement? I bet there were younger people going, I wonder if I'll be re- able to relate to her. I wonder if she's going to speak, you know, on some level to but, me. But, you know, you did make a good point. You did mention that there are millions of young girls that are mm-hmm. following her, which I will say with something like acne that yeah. is that that can and we were just talking about how social media nowadays that's one thing that you and I didn't grow up with yeah um we didn't have that constant exposure to um you know being photographed and taking pictures and putting ourselves out there so if you do have oh, I that, wish there was a filter back then <laughs> right <laughs> a fix my teeth filter <laughs> or a uh remove my fix the perm yeah and not all the hot dog bangs oh my like God. I, I can't hot dog. <laughs> I don't even bangs. know what else to call them yes but no but I do I do think that right. there is there is more exposure than there used to be and so I can see some young girls but you're right it is at the end of the at the end of the day it is she's making money to to hawk a product so Eh, it was just know, a big kind of letdown. But then I looked over, I hopped over to, because, well, 
I'm a believer. I'm a Justin Bieber geek. I know it's not right on any level, but he's married now to Haley Baldwin, which is now Haley Bieber. So I follow her on Instagram and she actually, and I, I wish I could call her and be like, girl, you totally did that because of Kendall's anticlimactic announcement. She posted this actually really beautiful thing on Instagram about kind of everything I wanted Kendall to have said. You know, it was about, hey, I suffer with anxiety and this and that. And, you know, I have bad days just like you do. She posted this whole thing. I, I have to believe it was in response to it probably was that. But good for her. You know, I don't know. If you have a platform of any kind, I feel like and not everybody's going to get out there and speak all of their stuff. I, I get it. But, I get it. But at the same time, you know, they got they got famous famous essentially for not a lot. I mean, they just are this huge I don't even know it what just, you call it developed. The I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, they're like this barge that just like mm-hmm. kind of comes through and never really goes away and just keeps circling the earth. And, and you don't want to watch, but yet you do. Yeah, and it's I like know. it's like Haley's comet. Like it comes along and you gotta watch it. And I know. Uh, maybe I wish they were only around as long as Haley's comet, but um, but ultimately they have a huge platform. Yeah. They have a huge following. And I would, I wish that they would do, I mean, they're near, neither here nor there for me. I really don't follow them that much, but I know that my stepdaughters do. I know that um, young girls are all over the world and they, they are so influential in mm-hmm. what they show and what they, um, what they sell and what they show on the show and show on the show. And um, yeah, but be, just be responsible just with it. Be, be careful. Or be I feel like they can do it. more. I think, I think, yes. I feel like you're saying that you could do more than this. You could be, you could do something better. Kim than- is getting people out of prison though. So, well, let's give her that. I mean, I don't even know. Can we talk about Lindsay Lohan? Can we yes, wrap it up with please. Lindsay Lohan just let's because do. that's just a fun topic? I don't even know. Where First of all, here. Lindsay Lohan hasn't been in the celeb news and she was, I mean, she was Remember, like yes. she was in the tabloids every day, every day for something. And it's been a hot minute since we've seen much about her. And now she's all the way back in the news. You actually brought this to my attention. And then I had to search and see what was going on. So <laughs> yeah. she's doing like a show in um, Mykonos. Well, I found out. I love that you know how to pronounce it because I didn't know how to pronounce it. But I probably just mispronounced it. I think she's living. If I read correctly, she is living in Dubai now full time. Okay. And she owns. Oh, I wish I could. I had the information right in front of me. She owns like all these hotels and properties and things. And she's actually creating. It's called Lindsay Island or Lindsay Land or something like that. It's some sort of a. Good heavens. I don't even know. But she's but got like, this yeah, show. So, so I watched the preview on it after after I sent you that photo. I was like, let's look into this. So yes, it's a show where she's essentially running a resort. Yeah. And like, if you go watch the promo, it's like, you know, she's got that raspy. Like, it's, it sounds like she eats 10 cigarettes for breakfast a day. She might. Like that she's just no like, judgment. she's just <laughs> Me 10 Marlboros and a side <laughs> of salsa. And so, so in the promo, um, I think I want to say it's on Bravo. Probably. I think it's on Bravo MTV. E. Oh, no. MTV. No, wait, that's MTV. right. It is MTV. And actually, by the You're time right. this podcast is released, it'll it'll have already been have on. Already been I on. think it actually comes out today. I think it actually is on the 8th. Is it, today the 8th? Today's the 8th. Okay, it comes so, out today. Yeah, behind so the scenes. we the are ahead of the times. But, in, but the, gonna, in the promo, she's like, to work on my island, you have to be. And it's very... So it kind of feels to me like um, Vanderpump Rules, which I know you don't follow Housewives, but um, for those of you that do, it's kind of that thing where she's like got a resort and then she hires out people to come and work for her on the resort. And then it's the drama that ensues is what it looks like. So to she's me. the boss. It looks like she's the boss and then they come on and work for her. And then it's like, you know, people in their 20s that are, you know, incredibly fit and beautiful and they service this resort and then hilarity ensues so it seems like then she's kind of this 
center force where she's in and out of it maybe I don't know I'm interested I'm kind of intrigued I- I'm intrigued to think of her in the boss position of this entire scenario so yeah, I'll have I'm, to give I'm it a try I'm a hard time picturing it but I think it's well do you remember, remember do you she's remember, back in the news I kind of missed a few months ago when she did that like weird dance move that went yes. viral. That was for the show. Oh, I didn't so know that. she was in, I think it's Mykonos. I think that's how you say it. I love but she did, she did like, it was like the hair flip. I remember and, that. Do you remember yes. this? Okay, that was for the show. I'm oh. 90% sure that's going to be in the show. Okay, it was a so teaser we, of some sort. So in my promise to be a better person in the new year, that does not include reality <laughs> TV. <laughs> no. Oh, no, reality TV. We're never giving that it's up. It's a part of my life. It is. And you know what? We ha- we're moms. We're working moms. We deserve it. We do. We deserve this time together. This has been so fun. So fun. Love you. Uh, one more cheers <laughs> one more as cheers. we sip our cocktails yes. and podcast together. <laughs> you got to come back. We're doing this like all the oh, time. Absolutely. Thank you Can for we having me. It was do so this much every fun. day. Actually. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. It's happening. Like tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Have a fantastic day, night, whatever it is. You're listening to Real Life with Jenny Matthews. Check out Jenny's blog and more at JennyMatthewsOnAir.com.